Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'm a little bit distracted. I'll explain a few things, but just now, just as the music was playing, this article popped up. So this is all I know. What I'm reading to you is all I know, but I thought we need to share this before we go into the into our prayer time. President Donald Trump's sister just passed away at the age of 86. And I remember him talking about her some. He was pretty close to her, I think. Um, Marianne Trump Berry. She was 86 years old. She was found dead at her Upper East Side home Monday morning. Two people familiar with the matter told the Times it is unclear what her cause of death was. And um, so let's remember that family. You know, so much has gone on. I, You know that I lost my mother-in-law earlier, well, just about, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And she was in her 90s, almost 99. She had 10 days to go. Uh, my daughter-in-law previously, one of my daughter-in-laws, had lost her grandmother. She, too, was in her 90s. And then... A day, two days ago, my other daughter-in-law lost her grandmother. So death is a part of life, but it's always a wound when you have to say goodbye to someone that you dearly, dearly love. And grandparents, I hope, are somebody that, you know, <laughs> you can usually get away with something. I remember my grandma Sumter, I, she kept her uh, cereal boxes in an old ice box. Didn't have ice in it. She kept it for uh, storage. And when I was growing up, we had cereal. We had Cheerios and we had Wheaties. And that was pretty much it. When I went to Grandma's, I got Post Toasties. <laughs> I got corn corn cereal. And um, she would always ask me when I got up in the mornings when we visited. We were only there for like a weekend. We were never there for a very long length of time. She'd make me hot cocoa. Hot cocoa on the stove from scratch. I did that for my grandchildren last year at Christmas. They'd never had hot cocoa like that. They've had chocolate milk, but never had hot cocoa. And they came back for seconds, and I, I think I used a whole gallon of milk and about ran out. So I might do that again this year at Christmas because they really seem to enjoy that. Although some of the little ones won't be there because my youngest son that moved out of town, out of state, can't always come back, and they are expecting again, and so um, traveling at that time is going to be difficult. But let's remember President Donald Trump and others, my uh, daughter-in-law's family, as uh, we go to the Lord in prayer, for their grief is real, even though we know saying goodbye is what we know is going to happen when we look into that baby's eyes and say hello. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for being the awesome God that you are. 
We thank you, Father, that you are the God of life and not the God that destroys. And, Father, we realize that we are in this nation, we are in this world for a brief time. Some get to stay here longer than others. Some are snatched away all too soon. Father, I just pray for the Trump family as they bid goodbye to this dear sister. Lord God, I thank you, and I pray that you will be with my daughter-in-law as she is grieving and her mother is grieving. It was a large family, and and um, there were smiles because Mama was suffering, and now that is ended. But the days ahead will be full of things that they have to accomplish as she is gone now. So I pray that you will be with them, Father, as they bury their mother this morning. Lord God, I pray with grateful heart that you are the God that you are, as we said earlier. We thank you, Father, for that love, that agape love, for your grace and your mercy. And for the fact that you love us so much, that you accept us the way we are, but you love us too much to leave us there. Father, may we be a a people that walk in faith and do good works for you. Father, this nation is in a mess. This world is in a mess. It is just so full of sin. Satan is just dancing in the streets because he has won so many over with his deception, this lies, and his wickedness. I don't understand that. But, Father, many haven't had the opportunity to know you as I have. I had Christian parents, and not all these children have. I pray that you will put in the path of these who are lost the shining light of your good news and may they awaken and accept you may we have a great awakening as well as a revival a revival of those who already know you an awakening of those who do not Father I pray for your protection over those who are being held unjustly in prison right now, for those who are being persecuted in some way or another, wrongly. Father, sin is what this world is. I mean, it it is a broken world, and the truth will set it free. May we all accept that truth, which is Jesus Christ. And it is for such a time as this that I pray in his name. Amen. It's the same old, same old, because the D.C. occupiers do zero to change the same old. And I know, that's a little confusing. I'm confused, too. <laughs> Reading the headlines can make your head swim. Aren't these the same topics last from last week and last year and the last decade, last month, last... And then some. Representative Good says, this is the title of a, a news article, Biden compromised due to China deals. Yeah, we've been been told that for, you know, what, it's been a year now or more. Representative Riley, campus anti-Semitism at horrifying levels. Yeah, we can see that. Representative Burchett, aid for Israel in Senate's hands. Yeah, well, we kind of heard that last week, too. Um. 
Saturday Night Live's Victoria Jackson. I didn't look this one up. Maybe I should have looked at this one. Being conservatives costs me jobs. It does. Why is that? Why is it? Maybe we just talk too much. <laughs> we shouldn't let people know our feelings. Uh, Dick Morris, Trump's poll rise coincides with Hamas war. Well, it coincides with that. It coincides with the fact that, you know, all these people have all the answers. They got these headlines. They write these articles. But it's the same thing day in and day out, weekend and week out. And that was only a few. There are others. But have you noticed there are that... While we continue to be told the borders are overrun and nothing is being done, New York is overrun, not just from the southern border, but the northern border. The governors, some of them complain, some of them don't say anything because they want this. It's their Democrat way. But the Republican occupiers complain and the D.C. about our borders and the D.C. occupiers scream out about the Ukrainian borders and the Gaza Strip borders and Those must be protected, but ours, absolutely none of these elected, pious, self-acclaimed elite are doing a darn thing. Not a thing, but complaining. Our elected officials are so, so busy protecting our liberty that they have time to write books and host their own podcasts. Isn't that special? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I do have some news for you, so hang on. We'll be right back. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
without dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, I don't know if you've noticed it, and I, I have, because I pay a little bit of attention, maybe not as much as I should. But these elected officials now, some of them have their own podcast shows. <laughs> Senator Cruz is one of them. Plus, they write a book about every year. And I'm thinking, you know, what, what about our liberty? What about our freedom? What about our borders? You know, everybody keeps screaming on the left and on the right that they need to to uh, redo these immigration laws. I don't see anybody doing nothing to you except writing books and having podcast shows. It took me how many years to get my book right? Now, this one, I it didn't take as long because I, I really, I think the Lord pushed me on that one. The other ones are sitting there because I'll work and work and work. And I think, oh, I got to quit this. I got to do something else. I'm actually writing my own books, editing my own books, which is scary, I'm sure, for all the English teachers out there that hear me. But it is Monday today, and I'm a little bit angry, and I'm a little bit testy. We believe the computers might have been hacked, and our emails are not downloading, and that's frustrating, because I get a lot of my news there. Otherwise, I have to work. (laughs) I do all the work myself. I have to go look at them. Instead of the ones falling into my emails that I think are worth looking at. We have trolls and we have hacks. And that's a large part of being a true conservative. If you're trying to speak the truth, you're going to be attacked. They're nasty. These on the left, these trolls and these hackers. They're nasty and they, well, they can't defend their idiocy, so they cheat. They cancel. They censor. They hack. They... Attack. Yes, it's frustrating and it's downright discouraging that while they get away with saying and doing anything they want, they can lie to you, do whatever, gaslight. But conservatives are under constant attack. It should be a badge of honor, as Trump says. And I guess maybe it is. 
I kind of agree with that, but then not all of us are billionaires. <laughs> and I'm not putting him down because he is one. Don't take that wrong. It's just that he's got peeps. I got Rudy. And he's a good peep, but he's only one peep. <laughs> and he's very underpaid because he gets nothing. Liberty is always in the hands of the people, though, my friends. But first, it truly must be a longing and a lust within our hearts. Accountability has never been real in American politics that I can remember. Oh, well, yeah, they impeached Trump, but that wasn't about accountability. That was, that was, that was all fraud. We, the people, need to start demanding accountability. And until we do, the corruption in our politics is going to continue and be worse with the elected officials on both sides. You know, the Republicans should have been and should still get behind Trump 100%. And I don't mean to push him off the cliff either. But they don't do it. Have you ever wondered why? Well, it's because they don't want to be held accountable. They're busy with their lives, their podcasts, they're writing their books, and they're getting all this money. While you pay for their trips back and forth and around, you know. I've often wondered about that. I guess we ought to look into it. Maybe when we get big and we can hire peeps, we can do that. I wonder how much money they, you know, when they get paid, these federal, on the federal level in D.C., is that coming out of the states? Well, it should because they're the state senators. They're the state representatives. They should be the ones paying them. But are you holding them accountable? You know, that's what ended with the, the um Amendment 17, you you no longer really, the legislature in your state no longer has any say over these senators because it's a popular vote. They don't even have to be from your state. And we found out a lot of these representatives aren't even living in the state that they represent. Something's wrong with that picture. That should tell you right there, they're not paying attention to what's going on in your state for you. Well, we do have some news on the election. We're going to talk about the election for just a little bit. Tim Scott announced his decision to suspend his 2024 election. And I guess he did this on Trey Gowdy's show. I don't like Trey Gowdy anymore. I used to think he was a good guy, and then I think he's just a rhino, and I don't. I quit watching him. I quit watching Fox mostly, except for Levin. But he made this comment. The best way for me to be helpful is not to weigh in as far as making a decision on putting his endorsement behind anybody else. What a cop-out. I thought a lot of Tim Scott, but right there and then, I think, he's copping out. And I guess he announced it on Trey Gowdy, and Trey Gowdy was kind of surprised. I don't know why he was surprised. Some guy on the other, on the other nes- network <laughs> during the debate said, Tim would be the next to go. He made that prediction, and there it is. He said, no, Tim's going to be the next one out. And I can't remember who that was. I know what show I was watching, but they had several people on the panel, and I don't remember which one it was that said it. Well, now this is news. Seriously, I think it is news. (laughs) A federal judge orders a trial for George's Dominion voting machines. The question of whether Georgia's electronic voting system has major cybersecurity flaws that amount to a violation of voters' constitutional rights to cast their votes 
and have those votes accurately counted to set to be decided at trial early next year. The U.S. District Judge Amy Totenberg issued a 135-page ruling late Friday. (laughs) They always like to do this stuff on late Fridays, you know. In a long-running lawsuit filed by activists who want the state to ditch its electronic voting machines in favor of hand-marked paper ballots. She set this for January 9th on a bench trial. She means there will be no jury. Why not? It goes on here and says, The court cannot wave a magic wand in this case to address the varied challenges to our democracy and election system in recent years, including those present in this case. She went on, But reasonable, timely discussion and compromise in this case, coupled with prompt, informed legislative action, might certainly make a difference that benefits the parties and the public. Aren't the parties supposed to be part of the public? (laughs) The lawsuit was filed by several individual voters and the Coalition for Good Governance, which advocates for election security and integrity against Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffenperger. I'm sorry, Raffensperger. Now, if you remember, he was one of those that Trump had to fight. Not fight. But Trump tried to plea with him to check into this, and he wouldn't check into it. And then that's going, and that's why that one thing they're going after Trump about. And Kemp is the governor. And again, Trump called Kemp to say, you need to check into this. There's something wrong. But Kemp didn't do it. Now, this lawsuit goes back to 2017. Now, let's think, if that came about in 2017, when was the next election? The last election prior to that was 2016. And it was Abrams that claims Kemp stole the... Did he? Did he steal it from Stacey Abrams? Now, I don't like Stacey Abrams. But if she thinks that it was stolen, she should be joining forces with Trump. To get this thing figured out, if she really cared about it. But I don't see that happening. She writes uh, nasty novels. I don't know if you knew that or not. But that's how she makes her money. And she goes around and complains about her election. And she believes she was the legitimate Georgia governor. And maybe she was. Maybe that's why Kemp doesn't want to help Trump. Maybe that's why Raffensperger didn't want to look into it. Sperger. It's a terrible name. Well, they're going to do it. And we'll see what happens. January 9th, 2024. Not a jury trial. Okay, that's some election news. Here's some election news. Really, kind of, sort of, not really, but it says here, and this is coming from Charles Kim, it's a Newsmax article, that Biden's losing his black voter support. If you ain't black, if you don't know whether you're voting for me or not, then you ain't black. Well, maybe some of our black uh, citizens, (laughs) we the people, you know, that includes all of us, all of us, no matter what your skin color, how high or tall or fat or skinny you are, maybe they're figuring out the Democrat Party's been holding them slaves. Doesn't want them to have school choice, doesn't want them to have this, and then claims it's white privilege that does it. Seriously now. It's about time. 
And I told Bob Woodson it was going to be the blacks that was going to bring liberty in this country. And I still believe it is. Because the whites are too afraid. No, I'm white. I can't say anything. Well, we need our black patriots to do it for us. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Okay, just a little bit more here on um, I, this, I guess, isn't truly election, but it's Trump news. And uh, then we're going to go on to something else that's a little more serious, and that's the riots that are happening across this country. And I just got another one as we were in the break that I haven't had a chance to study but I'm going to bring it to you because you need to know. And maybe you already know about it. I did not know about it. I watched the news last night. I didn't watch all of it because most of it's all repeats. Um, like I said, I, I don't watch Drake Out anymore. But I didn't hear this, what I'm going to bring to you here in a few minutes. But this is Trump's attorney, Alina Hababa. Uh, she's such a pretty girl. And she is tough. She plans to file for a mistrial really soon. Now, when you have a judge that sits there and won't let you talk and says, I'm not here to listen to your client, he needs to be disbarred. Because that's exactly what the judge is there for. You are in America. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty in the Democrat world, in this democracy that they claim. We are now at their mercy. You're guilty and you need to prove you're innocent. That's not the way it works. Then I could point my finger at Rudy and say he's done some horrible, horrible crime if I was a Democrat. And, and he'd have to prove to me it wasn't true. Well, they know what they're doing to Trump is a lie. So they don't want him to testify. And there's no jury. He wasn't allowed to have a jury of his peers. And, of course, I don't know if that would have gone too well in New York. But Hababa, Alina, is his attorney. And she explained during an interview that although she will file for a retrial imminently, The motion will depend on the same far-left judge that they're dealing with. So when she appeals, it's him she's going to be appealing to. Now, I think there has been some people in Congress and the representatives that have filed against this judge. This judge can be impeached. She says, the problem is with all these things, such as filing a motion for recusal, which we have done twice, is that the judge has to be the one that decides he is going to rescue himself. Does he feel that there is a mistrial? Was a mistrial? It's a bench trial. We have one judge, and it's the same judge that issued the gag order that has to make those determinations. So, at this point, I don't have any reason to believe he shouldn't after we have 
learned, if it's true, she said, Trump's legal team is set to begin its defense on Monday, which is today. We'll see what happens. But that judge and the other judge there in Georgia, they need to be disbarred. They don't have the integrity it takes to recuse themselves because they have condemned Trump already. Back up, my friends, and think really hard. Close your eyes and think. And I'm not that I'm not trying to be facetious here. I want you to do this. Why do they hate him so bad? And why is the right not standing behind this man? I have an article here that says, um, it says the Biden family secret service agents had to open fire on D.C. assailants that were attempting to steal or break into the SUV of President Joe Biden's granddaughter, Naomi. The Democrat-run Washington, D.C. is experiencing 40% surge in violent crime this year, including over 750 carjackings and over 6,000 vehicles thefts. Each congressman, even congressmen, I'm sorry, are not exempt from the crime wave. The U.S. Representative Henry Cooler of Texas being carjacked near the Capitol in recent weeks. And there was another one that was stabbed. Remember that? Naomi Biden is a political activist and boasted in 2020 that the President Donald Trump was the only thing standing in between the country and the far left. Standing between the far left and her father. Is it time, my friends, for us to clean up Dodge? How many of you watch Gunsmoke? I watched it the other night, and they were shooting up some guy that came in there with intentions to kill. Marshal Dillon warned him not to do it, and it took him out. I said, that's the way it's done. Okay, you know, I don't really mean that. We can't go in and start shooting up the saloons. We no longer have Miss Kitty. All right, so these these protests are not protests when they become violent. Protest is when you march up and down with signs for something, not the death of people. If you're marching for the death of people, that's that's not the First Amendment, my friends. Well, I did not see this last night, Rudy. I don't know if you did or not in the news that you watched. Smoke bombs fill the air as thousands of pro-Palestinian protesters Take the streets in Austin, Texas. It says thousands of protesters took the streets in Austin, Texas with some setting off smoke bombs as they expressed support for Palestine. There is no Palestine. You have to remember that. And demanded an Israeli ceasefire in the ongoing war in the Middle East. The shocking scene included protesters on horseback waving the Palestinian flag, many covered in... uh, I don't know what that is. Oh, the scarves and stuff, the the garb that they wear. The Austin American statesman describes those roaming the streets as expressing a palpable, a palpable anger 
over Israel's response to the Hamas terrorist act. Israel must take these people out. They killed 1,400 people, women and children, babies. They didn't just kill them. They tortured them. They beheaded them. They dismembered them. They burnt them alive. This is not acceptable, my friends, and Hamas must be gone. Not just for the safety of Israel, but for the safety of all people. Everyone who thinks they are a Christian, they're coming after you. And let me tell you something, whether you're a Christian or not, Hamas assumes everyone in the West is. Because it's, whether Obama believes it or not, they believe it is a Christian country. And so all these little college kids running around, their lives are doomed by Hamas. But they're too stupid to figure that out. Taking, it said in this hot, in the, in the thing when it, well, you know, it pops up on my computer. It said that, um, that they had taken the Texas, uh, capital there. But they didn't. I don't think they actually took it. But I think they caused a lot of trouble. So, we also have Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg, where is the article on Greta? She, somebody, got a little upset with Greta and decided when she was having her greedy weeny rally to save the country, to save the world, she decided to turn it into a Palestinian march. And somebody, one of her greedy weeny fans, took the microphone away from her. I told Rudy, I said, find out how much Greta is worth. Well, we found some controversial. They won't tell you what her parents are worth. Anything from $1 million to $18 million. She's not doing this for free. And let me tell you something else. She's not a 16-year-old little girl anymore. She's in her 20s. It's time that the American people and others got serious about alleviating crime in this country and around the world. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. 
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's George Soros promised to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from illegal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So I have a couple of stories about these colleges. And um, it uh, seems that this one Ivy League school is trying to shut down the anti-Semitic Palestinian students' groups. And this is Columbia University announced on Friday that it was banning two anti-Semitic student groups on campus for the remainder of the fall term after they repeatedly violated school rules. You know, there are rules that you have to go by. And it's time we started enforcing the rules, the laws, and stopped. You know, it's really convenient for the left 
to claim that they have freedom of speech and you don't. So if you tell the truth, you don't have freedom of speech because that will knock down their agenda, their narrative. Anyway, this is a good decision. This was made, and I wanted to bring that to you. Then there was also a good decision from a judge in Florida that dismissed that they were suing uh, Florida, somebody was anyway, over this um, um, this act to for fairness of women. It's the Fair- Fairness in Women's Sports Act, and the judge is upholding it. It says the state law, I'm sorry, states like Florida, because they're not the only ones, have an interest in protecting women and girls as men continue to take medal, podium spots, and other opportunities away from women. How about beauty contests? Come on, folks. That is ridiculous. Oh, maybe I'm just jealous because the man was prettier. I don't know. I always said I never would date a man who had prettier hair than me. But anyway, that's just the way it goes. That was in the days, the hippie days, you know, when men had long hair. Towards the end of this article... They make this comment. As for the locker situation, critics note that forcing girls to share intimate facilities such as bathrooms, showers, changing areas with members of the opposite sex violates their privacy rights, subjects them to needless emotional stress, and gives potential male predators a viable pretext to enter female bathrooms or lockers by simply claiming transgender status. The collegiate sports, in collegiate sports, that issue has been highlighted by University of Pennsylvania swimmer William Leah, Leah Thomas. I think it's spelled L-I-A. Does that mean Lia? Like lion? She's a Lia. Thomas, against whom female swimmers have been pressured not to speak out. They have to go and change in front of Leah, lying Thomas. And he, she, he, Lia Thomas likes to flaunt it when it ain't tucked in. I'm just saying. Our girls, our women, your sisters, your mothers, your aunties should not have, your nieces, your nephews, they should not have to be subjected to this. If we must continue this mental illness, Give them their own sports. Give them their own bathrooms. And let's see how that turns out. As back to the students on the campuses that are, are uh, protesting against, uh, against Israel. They're breaking the law. They should be arrested. They should be incarcerated. They should be fined. They should be kicked out of school for the crimes. And for those who are doing this and they're here on a visa, they should be immediately sent home. No refunds. However, any of these Jewish students that are getting hurt, they should get free college or get a refund. I, you have to go to the money because that's, that's when people start paying attention is when you go to the money. Speaking of which, going back to Greta, the uh, gentleman who took the uh, microphone away from her said, I'm here 
for a climate change rally, not for politics. And he took the mic away from her. I'm sure he got in trouble, but he took the mic away from her. Well, this came out last week. Larry Barron's, we've had him on the show, wrote this. And too favored to fail. So once again, Biden is going to have to bail out some of his green friends. Let me make this clear. If this stuff is real, if it's really good for us, let's go on a free market. You make it and we'll buy it if if it's going to save us money. Not because the government's going to give us some kind of a thing for putting in clean windows or sun things on our, you know, what do they call those? Anyway, on your roof. Then you got to build a stronger roof because those are a little heavier. It's time that we stopped this idiocy. In, and this is taking place in Congress. Let's go back to Congress. Because they're the ones that say, oh, yeah, we'll give a subsidy for this. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. We don't live in a free market anymore. And we live on lawsuits. America is not run by the Constitution any longer. It's run by lawsuits. And I'm kind of excited, but not really, about Alan Dershowitz. Because now he's mad because they're going after the Jews and he's Jewish. What about everything else? He still wants the right to vote against Donald Trump when it's his party that's doing this? It makes no sense, Alan. Come on. That's not liberty. Your party are the Nazis. That word shouldn't be thrown around. But that's what's going on, Alan. You're much smarter than me. You've got all the education. Are you too blind to see? Have you got tunnel vision? They're coming after you. You know they are. You claim you stand up for the Constitution. And yet he said, early into COVID, that he thought the government had a right to force you into a vaccine. Where? Where? In the Constitution does he figure that one out? I've gone into some places that were crowded lately. I'll let you figure out where. I mean crowded with people. And there'll be one or two that walk in there wearing a mask. A paper or a cloth mask. Three years later. It's the same old same old. And it's time... That you and I, we the people, started demanding truth and accountability from these people. Alan Dershowitz writes books, does podcasts, gets paid lots of money. But he got exiled from some of his friends because he defended Trump in the Constitution. And I give him kudos for that. But when he sits there and tells me he's not going to vote for Trump again and again and again, it's like... What is wrong with you? It's not because Trump's a good guy. It's because he represents us and he's the one taking the licks. And it's time we stood up to bring America home. Home.